welcome to the Doc Sportscast. Uh, thank you all for tuning in again today. Uh, so we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about uh, kind of moving off the court, off the field at this point, talking about uh, controversy going on in the sports world, uh, in the sports media world at this point. So we're going to be talking about Rachel Nichols and the issues that's been going on with her. If you have not heard about that, um, go online, check out the news about it. Uh, we'll, we'll give you some updates and things here uh, on, the, on this episode, of course. Uh, but we'll also talk to you guys about the uh, quarterback controversies. We're going to do that toward the end of the episode. Uh, give an update there because we do have guys who have officially won their starting jobs and we have guys that still don't. Um, two main teams really that have a quarterback controversy still uh, for the most part. Most of the other teams have figured out what they are doing at the quarterback position. So uh, yeah, so without further ado, we will uh, go ahead and get started with the uh, whole Rachel Nichols uh, situation at this point, I, I don't really know what else to call it. Uh, situation, controversy, you know, whatever. Um, it's a scandal, I guess. I don't know. Um, so the Rachel Nichols issue. Uh, Nichols uh, is a, a longtime NBA reporter. Uh, worked at ESPN for years. Uh, she did, did take a brief stint away with Turner Broadcasting, doing some things um, with the NBA, but came back to ESPN as well. And she's been there, I want to say, since 2016 uh, when she came back. So I've been there for about five years now, and you know she's a she's a reporter, she's a, an analyst, um, has always covered the NBA really in in what she's done out there. Uh, she hasn't really dabbled in uh, a lot of other sports outside of basketball as much. Um, she has a, had a show that she was hosting called The Jump, uh, which is an NBA focused show as well with Kendra Perkins, Richard Jefferson, uh, you know, being featured on the show. And uh, she is no longer on the air, and her show has been canceled. Um, Nichols had a post-interview conversation uh, discussing a competitor, Mariah Taylor, who is an African American analyst. Uh, she anchored with Rachel Nichols a couple months ago. Uh, to cover various NBA shows, NBA Finals coverage, things like that. Um, after the Finals, Taylor actually left ESPN and went to NBC. So she is now working for NBC. Uh, her contract expired, and, and she chose to go there. Now, the interview I previously mentioned um, talked about how um, you know it, it took place last year uh, when Nichols... Uh, thinking the camera was off, and it wasn't, um, Nichols vented about how ESPN was having Taylor impede on Rachel Nichols' area, meaning NBA, NBA coverage, things like that. Um, and she stated about how it was because ESPN, according to Nichols, uh, needed more diversity. Uh, they were trying to make a statement with it, um, which belittled Taylor's ability. Um, you know, I, I mean, really, that that's what it does. It belittles her. Um, it, she didn't come out and specifically say that, you know, Mar Mariah Taylor wasn't qualified for the, the role and, and that she hadn't worked her way up. Um, she didn't come out and specifically say that. But based on what she did say, it definitely uh, gave the, the feeling of belittlement because it, there was nothing said really good about her in that light. Um, this is the reason for her show being canceled. Um, because an ESPN employee actually leaked the video. Um, yeah. So, uh, to tell you guys actually what was said, um, and this is, you know, 
uh, from from the video, uh, what Rachel Nichols said. Uh, she said, um, I just want them to go somewhere else. It's my contract. Um, th this, this is my job. So she talked about how the NBA is in her contract. Um, and... That, you know, it, it was, I'm trying to find the specific words for some reason. Um, for some reason, my phone scrolled away from the statement. Oh, so it said, um, I wish Mariah Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. Nichols said in July of 2020. Okay, so again, this was a year ago. If you need to give her more things to do, because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity. Which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it. Like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my things away. Here's the thing, guys. That sounds like a child. It's very childish. It's very immature. It's like she wanted to take possession over... The position that she had for a company that gave her that privilege to have it yes she came out and said that it was in her contract or whatever but at the same time you don't act like a baby about those things okay so you can see from that it doesn't give any credit to taylor it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily demean her either specifically but reading between the lines you can tell in a way there's a shot there's a showing of disrespect there so um you know, she she also talked about how it was in her contract, like we said, that she cover that she has those the shows and she covers the NBA things like that. So technically, you know, if those things are in fact in Rachel Nichols' contract, which ESPN came out and said that they're not going to talk about the specifics of their talents contracts. So you know, obviously, we're not going to hear about that. But if that's true, Nichols would have a legal complaint with ESPN. Okay, now if she had a legal complaint with ESPN. Here's the challenge with that. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. So ultimately, the employer has all the power in the situation. So if you don't like their terms, you need to leave. You know, you, you need to leave. So that's the thing. Rachel Nichols um, clearly felt there was an issue. She clearly felt that um, race was coming into a factor of giving her less work taking away things that she was promised in her contract because someone else uh, getting bumped above her because of race. Clearly, that's how she had felt. Um, and and while that's something that I think, you know, people will, will worry about or people will think about, and I think companies need to also think about that um, just in general, you know, whether it's, you know, race, sex, whatever. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, she she definitely didn't handle it the right way. Because here's the problem when this happens. Um, if Nichols raised a legal complaint because they were violating her contract, ESPN would have fired her anyway. And yeah, she may have done, had a lawsuit. She may have gotten some money or whatever. But most likely, someone else would have picked up Rachel Nichols. They, they probably would have picked her up, had her uh, working for them. Now, that's less likely to happen because of the statements that she made. Um, you know, in this day and age, you can't ever open yourself up to personal judgment besides in your own home. Maybe, you know, I mean, there's cameras and things rolling all the time. So, so the way this happened to let you guys know is 
during the post-interview conversation discussing a competitor, um, you know, discussing Mariah Taylor. Um, she she said that, and her statement she she said it when she thought the cameras were off, but there was a camera still rolling on her, and it was fed to the server of ESPN. Okay, an ESPN reporter leaked the video. Again, this is a year later that it was leaked. Okay, and nothing supposedly. Okay, nothing supposedly was done um, for the past year because Rachel Nickers Rachel. Nick Nichols, not Nickers. That's that's awful. Rachel Nickers. Rachel Nichols um had a um had her show The Jump and you know she she was still covering the NBA finals. She was planning to cover it again. And so clearly here this looks like ESPN was trying to cover it up and not report this internal news. Um you know I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I really feel about about it either way. Uh, you know, I, I can understand, like, protecting an employee or something like that. But there still needs to be something done. There still needs to be things done um, in the meantime to work with someone and, uh, you know, show that they are progressing and getting better about these issues. So the fact that Rachel Nichols didn't come out and make a public statement, the fact that it took a year for this to be leaked, that makes it look bad on ESPN. It's not the fact that ESPN, you know, didn't let it get out there in the public. Here's the thing. She was venting to have a personal conversation. It was recorded. And we all know in today's world with social media and everything, things get out there. So ultimately, she she should have been smarter about things and smarter about how she said things. But when you're venting, you say things you don't mean. And you say things that don't really make sense. She might have more respect for Mariah Taylor than we know. But she was defensive because of her position, because um, she felt like she was losing things that she really loved. She loved. She was losing things that she liked about her job to someone, and it was intimidating for her. So she got defensive. She she got blindsided. She made the wrong statements, said the wrong things. Maybe she feels a certain way. I'm not going to sit there and anticipate, you know, her feelings on race or whatever. That is, no one knows that except her. Okay, no one's gonna know that except her. That's for her to deal with on her own, how she feels about those things. Um, so we're not going to talk about that, but you know, just she's had to be smarter about picking her words. People need to be smarter in general about picking their words. There's so many times that you don't mean to say something, and people can always take it a certain way. You know, I, I mean, me and my wife do that all the time, where I say something, and she takes it completely different than what I was even thinking, and she gets all upset, and I'm like, "Why are you upset?" She tells me, and I'm like, "Oh, I hadn't no, that was not even a thought of mine." Um, but that's how she took it. So these are things that people need to be conscious of all the time. You constantly have to have your guard up and understanding how you talk and think about things. Um, and that's something everybody has to adapt to in the current world. you got to be very careful with things that you say because you might not mean to say something or you might not even feel a certain way. But people may think that you do based on what you say and how you react. So it's very difficult situation. Uh, you know, I'm not defending Rachel Nichols in this situation. I'm not. Um, but I want to make sure that anyone out there learns from this moving forward. Uh, because again, we don't know how Rachel Nichols feels, um, about various races, things like that. We don't know that. Um, you know, she did say in the comment that, you know, she understands how that was because she was a female and she experienced that makes it seem like she got a female role in, in certain spots 
that she didn't earn makes it feel that way. So why is it that she's not okay with somebody else getting something that she already got before? Um, that, that doesn't make any sense either. Again, it comes across childish. It comes across like an immature baby. Um, you know, it, it's not professional. Uh, at all in any way and I think people need to understand they have to be professional if you're a professional that's not just while you're working that's not just on camera like you're going to be a professional anywhere you go you know you're not going to go out there and make a scene and do all this stupid stuff because you know it's just a different responsibility level that you hold you know if you don't want to have that you're not going to have a a great job or anything like that you know Um, I think that's the thing a lot of people need to realize so um, anyway you know certain people gaining positions based on race, sex, etc. Okay. There there is plenty of people out there that are worried about this. There are plenty of people out there that have been worried about this. There there've been plenty of times that um African American workers have felt slighted that a a Caucasian person uh got a role because they're Caucasian in the past. And now it shifted and Caucasians are worried about, you know, African-Americans getting a role just because they're African-American or, you know, females are think, you know, used to, it used to be that, you know, females would worry about guys getting jobs because they couldn't get higher level jobs. And, and now it's kind of shifting to where there are women being put into jobs and, and men are worried about women getting jobs just because, oh, well, you just want to show that you have a woman, you know, at a high position, you know, she didn't really earn it over somebody else. And, you know, it's going to be a worry. It's going to be a concern. Like, we understand that. Um, it, it, it makes sense for people to think about it that way. Ultimately, it's up to the company. It's up to the company. You know, um, it, this should be discussed. Um, and the world needs to be conscious of it. Uh, just conscious of the fact that we need to look past all of this. We need to look past race, sex, all of it. And it legitimately needs to be whoever is the best for roles, whoever is the best for jobs, whoever legitimately is better suited for what the company wants in that in that spot. They need to have that. Um, so it needs to be something that's a conscious effort. I mean, I think everybody would want things to be fair. So um, I think that's, that's kind of the thing is just let's be aware of it. That's really it, right? Um, but companies hold all the cards, right? And, and you can only control what you can control. And, you know, so here's the thing, Rachel Nichols, a little while back, we got onto her on this podcast, because she said something about how, you know, it, it shouldn't be where women shouldn't be able to go walk in a, uh, a dimly lidded parking lot at, at night, because it's dangerous. You know, dangerous people should be taken care of, and they shouldn't be out there as a threat. And and the world needs to be safer, and, and people shouldn't have to look out for these things and not try and and not have to avoid danger. Right? Pretty much what she's saying. Well, that's completely stupid. You can't control anyone else. You would never be able to control anyone else. The only thing you can do is control what you have control over. And so in that situation, it's hey, it's a dimly lidded parking lot that's not safe. I'm going to avoid it because I'm not stupid because that's the only thing I can control. I can't control what is in the darkness over there. I can't control people that might be over there. I can't control others. I can't control their actions, their thoughts, their words. I can't control that. What I can control is my actions, my words, my thoughts. That's the only thing that you can control. So in that situation, yeah, don't go in the parking lot because it's stupid. You can't just sit there and say, oh, well, that should never, that should never happen. 
you know, people should just not be like that. It, it doesn't matter. You're never going to get where that's not the case. You're never going to have that. There's always going to be dangers out there. There's always going to be dangerous people, dangerous situations, dangerous scenarios that you're never, ever going to get rid of that. It's because we're, we're human beings. We make mistakes. We make choices and people will make different choices than others. So that's always going to be a thing. But it's the same thing when it comes to companies. You can't control what company executive decisions are. Company executives, high-level executives, you know, presidents of company, CEOs, and and boards of trustees and things, you can't control their decisions. You can't control what they're going to do. You can't control what a PR place tells them they need to do or or what type of person they need to hire. You know, whether that's oh, you need to hire someone who's really outgoing. Okay, but the job description doesn't say you have to be outgoing. So why is an outgoing person going to get it over someone else? Like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It could be personality traits. It can be race. It can be sex. Whatever. You're not going to be able to control other people. You can't control other people. You can't control companies above. You can only control what you can control, right? So Rachel Nichols, previously, we talked about how she needs to understand that you can only control what you can control, and you got to just get over it. Okay, and and understand that the world is what it is and things outside of your control is what it is and you got to get over it. We talked about that before and here it's rearing its ugly head in a much bigger light. Um, ultimately, that's the thing that we hope she understands. We, we hope that she can start to learn and understand that the world is not something that you can just sit there and and make it your own you can't control the world you 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 can't there's no way to control every being in this world there's no way for it to happen you know uh, we're, you don't want us to become a military state trust me on that so like you you can't hope for those things you can't just say that because to me that's kind of ignorant to think it's ignorant to think that you're ever going to be able to keep the world where every street Every parking lot at night, every area in the U.S. is going to be safe. Like, you're never going to have that. I mean, it's just always going to happen. So, you know, people, there are always going to be people out there that will take advantage of other people who make bad decisions or people who, you know, are willing to go into places that are are not dangerous. They will take advantage of people who are not aware of their surroundings and stuff. Um, You know, it's a sad thing. It's a very sad thing. But you can't sit and just live in a fairy tale and think that that's how it should be and it, it will be there and it, and it should be that way and, and, and it can just happen. Why is it not happening? Well, it's not happening because you can't control them. Same thing with this job. If you lose a job, if you get a pay cut or you know an, another type of career effect happens based on political decisions, okay, whether it's you know race, a political stance, whether it's your sex, whatever it is. Should you want to work there anymore? You know, like like that's my thing. Here's the thing for Rachel Nichols is, and and this is for everyone out there. If you're working for a company, you can't sit there, and you can't sit there and just try and tell them how they should be doing things. You can't sit there and demand things from them. You know, when she sat there and said, "Oh well, they just can't take that from me. They can't take my thing away." They're not going to do that. They're not going to take my thing away. That's not your thing. It's the same thing with these NBA players and these NFL players. The same thing with professional athletes in general. The ability to play football is not their thing. It is a it is a privilege given to them by the NFL, NBA, 
you know, NHL, it, it's a privilege. Same thing with these college players. It, it's a privilege for them to be able to get a free education, to play at that level and get a free education. That is a privilege that's being taken for granted. And they start to think that, oh, well, this is just mine. This is mine. No, it's not. It is given to you because it's a privilege. And Rachel Nichols, you had the privilege of being able to do that. Do you know what I would do? Like how amazing it would be if I could go to NBA games all the time. If I, if I could be an NBA analyst, if I could sit and talk to Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins, like, do you know how amazingly blessed I would feel to be able to do that every day? That, that, that is something that, that it was a privilege that you were given that that most people never will get. I mean, you know, t- nobody's going to listen to this podcast. I mean, that's the thing. I'm sitting here doing a little podcast that probably no one's going to be ever listening to. It's never going to grow and get big. It's not like I'm ever going to be featured on ESPN. Like and you had that privilege and you didn't understand that it was a privilege. You started thinking that you were above the privilege, that it it, sh- it it was yours. You earned it, deserved it. Yes, you may earn and deserve things. You may earn something. You might. But at the same time, you have to keep earning it. It's a constant battle of continuing to earn it, continuing to do that. Because at the end of the day, it's not yours. It's not yours. Look, if you earn money and you go and buy a car... That car is yours. You earned it. It is yours. Okay? It's in writing. It's legally yours. A work position is not yours. The ability to be a starting running back in the NFL is not yours. The ability to be a starting point guard in the NBA, it's not yours. That is something that a team, a league, has given you the privilege to be able to do. And you have to understand it's a privilege. Okay? So, yes, those things are privileges. Now... To the other effect of it, like I said, if you lose a job, you get a pay cut or whatever, and you can tell, you heard, or, or you feel that it's because someone got the job because of their race or their sex or whatever. You know, and I've, I've seen things like that. I've seen things where someone gets a specific role, and you look at the other person's resume, and you know they have less experience. They have less time being there, and, and you really... You, you know you know that they know the person that hired them really well they're friends like you I've seen those things before where yes you can read between the lines and you can definitely figure out when those things happen sometimes and if that happens to you why sit and be bitter about it why be childish about it why sit and get upset and whine and cry over those privileges you were given because you were given those privileges from a company that just showed you that they were willing to make that type of political decision. So if they're willing to do that, why would you want to work there? Okay? And again, we're not saying that ESPN did this. We're not saying that they did. We're just saying that if you feel that way about some place, then why would you want to work there? So instead of sitting and getting on your high horse and, and whining and crying about it and being a baby about it and getting yourself in trouble, just shut up, write out your contract or complain about your contract, take a legal dispute about it, and go to their competitor and work for them. You know, NBC or somebody else would have picked her up. Uh, maybe not NBC because, you know, Mariah Taylor was there, but, I mean, somebody would have picked Rachel Nichols up and, and she would have continued having a career. Now she's definitely spoiled that for herself. So, you know, 
again, uh, again, we're not defending her. Um, we just hope that other people are able to learn from this in the ways that she could have done better by this, um, could have learned from this, and just understanding the fact that you are not in control. Your workplace is in control. Look at the world right now. Companies mandatorily making you get COVID tests and things like that. There are plenty of companies out there doing it. Guys, you are not in control. And if you want to get upset because a company is protecting itself financially by making sure its employees have vaccines and whatnot because that's how their board or their executives feel is best for them, you can't control that. So don't sit and complain. Don't sit and get on social media and just you know rant and rant and rant about it because if I'm a company looking at your social media later, I'm not going to want to hire you because the first little thing that we do that sets you off, you're going to go on ESPN and tarnish us. That's not good. So be professional about it. Be professional. Be mature. Don't work there. Make the right decisions. Make the right moves. Start applying and go somewhere else. That's the professional way to do things. Don't be bitter. Don't be a baby. Don't be childish about it. If you disagree with the way a company's doing things, if you disagree with the way they treat you, move on. You know, I was working for a company that I had. I was very privileged. I had a lot of privileges with them. I loved working there. I loved the people I was I was with, and. You know, uh, something really hard happened with me in my life, and you know they 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 didn't provide the support that I needed at that time. They showed that, um, you know, they they weren't willing to give me that time to get through something hard. They weren't willing to understand that I made yeah maybe I made some wrong decisions with some business um, deals or something like that. You know, maybe I. Um, you know, uh, reached out to a client and, you know, I could have been a little better wordy in my emails or whatever like that. But you have to understand I was going through something and that mistake wouldn't have happened if you allowed me to have more time to, to recoup because of the a personal tragedy that was going on. So, you know, uh, and, and when that happened, when they showed that they weren't understanding of that, you know, because the, they made me come back uh, when I told them I, I wasn't ready um, I still needed some more time. They, they told me I had to come back. I did. And then they weren't happy with the way I was doing things. Um, when I came back because, you know, I had a lot of stress and pressure on me still from what was going on. Um, you know, my wife was up in the hospital in Pennsylvania and, you know, I, I, I couldn't be up there. And so of course I was stressed and wasn't thinking very clearly. So, um, knowing that they weren't able to understand that and, and, you know, I, I moved on. I found a new opportunity. And, you know, hopefully businesses learn from those things. Hopefully people learn from those things. They learn some patience. They learn that things go on because I think we all have to understand that, especially in the world with COVID and everything that happened recently over the last year. Personal things will happen and, and people will be having issues that go on, okay? And if a company shows that they don't care about your family, don't care about your personal life, okay, fine, move on. But I will tell you right now, majority of companies, they only care about what you're doing for them right then and there. And yeah, they may have some leniency. They may, you know, care about your family and your well-being overall as long as as long as it's going to make sure you keep performing for them at a high level. But, you know, you have to look out for yourself at the same time. And if you feel like a company's not going to allow you to have the freedom that you need or the freedom that you want for certain things or you feel like they're not being fair in certain ways, Move on. Don't sit and complain. Don't sit and make a big scene about it because she just lost all of her credit everywhere. And I really don't think I see I can see somebody picking her up um, anytime soon. You know, um, 
if they do, I'll be very surprised. And there's going to be a lot of PR that's going to go around it on how they're going to have to work with her and, and, you know, teach her some things and, you know, hopefully make her go to some courses and things like that and, and learn some more professionalism. I don't know. But yeah, so it's a really big topic um, out there. And, you know, ultimately that's the thing, guys, that's the thing to learn from this is you're not in control. You're not in control. And whatever you have, it's a privilege that you've earned. You know, um, you know, even your education, it's something that you earned. It's a privilege to have that education. Um, yeah, it can't be taken away from you, but you know, a job is a privilege that you've earned and it can be taken away from you because you don't own it. You don't control what someone else does. So, you know, you have to remember that you have to remember that and think about that. Um, you know, when you're out there working for places. So, um, moving on real quick, we'll talk real quick here at the end. Uh, so we don't take up too much of your guys time. Um, but did want to highlight um, Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, won the quarterback role. That's exactly what me and Aurora thought. Uh, we did think Teddy Bridgewater would end up winning the starting job out there in Denver, um, even even after Drew Locke had an amazing week one of the, the preseason. Um, we still thought Bridgewater would win it out, and he did. So, um, you know, kudos to Aurora. She, did, she had a great call there on that one. Um, and Trevor Lawrence won his quarterback role in Jacksonville officially. I mean, duh, we all knew that was going to happen, really. Um, but there are still two legitimate controversies right now, at least the way that we look at it, um, and that's in New Orleans with Jameis Winston uh, against Taysom Hill. Nothing has been announced still, so we'll have to see what happens in preseason week three this weekend in San Francisco uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Um, so, you know, there's not been official week one starters name for those two teams at this point. So this weekend in the preseason, those are the main two games to watch. Those are the main two games to watch. That's what we need to pay attention to. Um, so you guys watch those games this weekend. Watch the Saints and uh, watch uh, the Niners out there in the preseason. And, uh, yeah, getting really excited. It's going to be great to finish out the preseason and get into actual NFL games here pretty soon, uh, you know, just a, a week and a half, two weeks away, something like that. So very, very exciting time. We can't wait. Um, Aurora is, uh, you know, probably trying to hold her bladder in right now with excitement. So I'll probably have to let her out real quick. But uh, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you listening to the episode. Um, you know, let us know what you guys think about, you know, the various topics we talk about. Um, is, there, is there something that you want us to talk about? Is there ways to format the episode, make things more entertaining for you guys out there? Always let us know. We're, we're open to feedback all the time. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, the preseason and doing some reviews um, after after it gets done. We'll probably uh, give our biggest winners and losers of the preseason as well out there for you guys to listen to. Um, yeah, and then start talking about opening weekend. Can't wait for that right guys so hey really appreciate it again uh thanks so much like share subscribe uh you know send out the podcast to your friends things like that i uh, really appreciate any and all support that you guys have we'd love to have uh listeners out there because aurora loves to make sure that people get to hear from her she's got a really loud bark and uh really likes to make sure that people can hear her when she does bark so um yeah, let us, know, let us know what you guys think. Really appreciate it again. Um, you'll hear from us again maybe this weekend, depending on what happens in the preseason. You know, We might pop on for a different episode, uh, a special episode or whatever. Um, but if not, you'll hear from us again on Monday. Thanks, guys. Have a great one.